Welcome to Beltway Talk, the podcast of the American International Automobile Dealers Association, where we examine the intersection between politics and the automobile retail industry. I'm your host, Hannah Oliver. Today's episode of Beltway Talk is brought to you by AIADA Affinity Partner Federated Insurance. It's our business to protect yours. Since 1997, Federated has partnered with AIADA to provide members with superior business insurance and risk management solutions. Find out more at AIADA.org. On this episode of Beltway Talk, we're joined by Patrick Connor, a partner at Hush Blackwell. He's bringing his experience helping dealers and others navigate wealth, tax, trust, and estate planning to fill us in on how dealers can prepare and plan for the estate tax. Thank you for joining us on Beltway Talk today, Patrick. Oh, it's a pleasure. First, um, I guess just to jump in today, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what it is that you do? Sure. So uh, I'm an attorney uh, in St. Louis, Missouri at a firm called Hush Blackwell. I'm a partner there and I'm a tax attorney and my main specialties are working on business succession, tax and estate planning. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this about um, 18 years, okay. working with all kinds of clients, uh, both from employees to business owners, primarily business owners, a lot of dealership owners, and uh, just helping them with their business and their family needs. Um, and can you tell us what you like most about your job? Sounds like you've been doing it quite a while. Yeah, you know, uh, what I really like about it is being able to make a difference in people's lives. A lot of people at large firms like the one that I work at um, work with, you know, just really big businesses that don't necessarily have faces mm-hmm. or names to them. And the work that I do, you can see an immediate difference um, for people's families, you know, the, the owner's families. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you get to become their trusted advisor and they come to you with all of their problems, not just, you know, tax and, and business related things. It could be issues related to their kids or their parents, um, all kinds of neat stuff. And you really just get to be a, a part of the family. Well, let's turn to the topic of the day, the estate tax. Can you give us an overview of the current estate tax rate and who it affects? Sure. So the estate tax, some people call it a death tax, but the official Mm -hmm. name is the estate tax. And what it is, is it's a tax on the date of your death on your net worth. Okay. Mm -hmm. So according to taxing authorities, whether it be the IRS or if you are unfortunate enough to live in a state that has a state to state tax, (laughs) Your net worth is generally defined as the value of all of your assets. So literally everything that you own, your house, your cars, your bank accounts, but most importantly, the value of your business that you own, Mm -hmm. so your dealership, uh, less any debts that you have. And this is the one that tricks people up a little bit, plus the death benefit of any life insurance that you own. Okay. So not the cash value, but the death benefit. Okay. So... We take into account that net worth, and then the IRS taxes you on that net worth. So the good news is they give you a freebie, okay? (laughs) So the freebie for 2019 is $11,400,000. And so if you have a net worth of less than $11.4 million, you don't need to worry about estate taxes for 2019. Okay. If you have more than the freebie amount, more than $11,400,000, they tax you at 40% of whatever is over that amount. Mm-hmm. So if you had $12,400,000, you would pay $400,000 in estate tax. So it's 40% of the $1 million overage. Okay. So that's kind of how the estate tax works. Okay. 
Now, certain states also have state estate taxes that you have to be worried about, too. Uh, we probably don't have the time to get into each one of those specific ones. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll just stick to federal for now. Um, That's right. <laughs> I know that the tax landscape shifted a bit after last year's tax reform legislation. Were there any changes to the estate tax that these, excuse me, that dealers should be aware of? Yeah, so um, quite a quite a large change. Uh, those changes happened. They came into effect on January first, twenty eighteen. Mm -hmm. So historically, uh, prior to January first, twenty eighteen, the estate tax freebie amount, the amount we just talked about, that is now eleven million four hundred thousand dollars, used to just be five and a half million dollars. Okay. Okay. And so that amount essentially was doubled and increased slightly for inflation in twenty eighteen. And then it's indexed to inflation for every year between 2018 and 2026. Okay. The thing that you need to be aware of, though, is on January 1st, 2026, that freebie amount, the estate tax exemption, is going to go back down from where it is up around $11 million to $5.5 million. Okay. okay. So we've got a limited time frame right now that we can take advantage of these high exemptions. And there's some techniques we can use to lock in these high exemptions if that's something that would concern you. Okay. Okay. So essentially what you're saying is that um, this advantage, if you will, is going to go away here in the next yep. eight years. In 20, on January 1st, 2026, the, the good times will end if nothing has changed before then. Okay. And the thing about the estate tax, too, is... You know, those numbers are fickle. They have changed a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. And it really depends on which legislature and president are in place at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens between now and then, but assuming. Right. Okay. So that's the law as it's written right now. Okay. So with that in mind, let's turn to how dealers can plan for the estate tax. What would you say are the top three st strategies dealers should be using to minimize their exposure to the estate tax? Well, I tell my dealership clients, you know, the estate tax is probably the only tax that's optional. Okay. Okay. No one that doesn't want to pay estate tax has to pay estate tax. Okay. And I say that because you can work with someone like me to help eliminate your estate tax liability. But really, overall, when you're transferring your wealth, there's only three places that you're going to be able to transfer your wealth. One, your family. Mm -hmm. Two, the government in the form of taxes or three charities mm -hmm. and we can allocate amongst those three buckets however we see fit but it takes some work if you want to maximize the family one and minimize the government one okay okay so when I'm working with my dealership clients I tell them there's a few things we can do number one we want to make sure that we get kind of we maximize the use of your freebie amount right? So you're $11,400,000. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is that's a per person exemption. So if you're a married dealership owner, we can maximize that amount by creating a two trust plan for you, or perhaps a joint trust, depending on what state you're in. Mm -hmm. And not only get $11,400,000 protection for a family, we can get $22,800,000 protection for a family. So that's one okay. simple technique that we can do. That's kind of like some low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. If we're at a, a stage where we either want to lock in the exemption because we think it may go down, such as in 2026, or you're in a situation where you have more than the estate tax exemption amount, then we have to start looking to some more specialized techniques. 
And so some of the techniques, I kind of group them into three different categories. One I call leveraging techniques, Mm -hmm. another I call gifting techniques, and another one I call freezing techniques. Okay. And so maybe some examples of some of those. You know, leveraging would be we take the stock of your dealership company and we recapitalize it into voting and non-voting shares. Mm-hmm. And those non-voting shares on paper are worth less than the voting shares. And so we use those to gift away to family or trust for family, mm-hmm. thus um, maximizing the use of your estate and gift tax exemption. Okay. Another one would be... Um, What we like to do sometimes is buy life insurance on owners, dealership owners, and put Mm -hmm. those into what's called a life insurance trust. And so remember earlier I said that life insurance is included in that net worth figure for estate tax calculations. Well, when we put the life insurance in a life insurance trust, it's not included in that net worth calculation. And so that allows the dealership owners to own life insurance to provide liquidity at their death in order to pay estate taxes mm-hmm. while not increasing their estate tax exposure. Okay. So that's another really easy one. Uh, some of the other ones we do is, uh, you know, we get valuations, uh, hopefully low valuations on dealership stock and, and ownership of assets. And we gift those things away mm-hmm. into trusts, uh, specialized irrevocable trusts. And that freezes the dealership at the value that it's at today. Thus, we cut out any sort of appreciation and move that outside of the taxable estate. Okay. Sounds like there are a lot of strategies at their disposal that they can use to minimize their exposure. Am I correct? Absolutely. And, and each one of them is customized for each dealership owner. You know, it, it really depends a lot on, you know, their particular family situation, their particular type of asset, Mm -hmm. uh, their particular tolerance for risk. And and so each one of these plans is customized for each dealership owner and their family. Okay. That's good to know. And I, um, I know you talk about balance sheet liquidity at times. Um, For those of us who are not in the know, (laughs) what does this mean? And why would you say it's important for dealers to know about? Sure. So, there's a lot of times when balance sheet liquidity is really helpful for dealership owners. So, you know, just uh, one that's pretty evident is if you die and you owe estate taxes, the IRS does not accept payment in anything other than cash and Mm -hmm. check. So if you don't have liquidity laying around to pay for these assets, you know, this estate tax, you're going to have to sell some assets. Okay. And when people have to sell assets at death to pay estate taxes, that's not a great sale. That ends up being, you know, what I call a fire sale. You have to get rid of stuff quick yeah. because the estate taxes due within nine months of a dealership owner's date of death, if they owe estate taxes, that's a really quick time to start selling assets, whether it be, you know, stock in the dealership or personal assets that, you know, that's mm-hmm. not something you want to have to do. So having liquidity in, t- in place at that time really makes a big difference. Okay. Other times that you might want to have liquidity in place is if you have the loss of a key employee. Yeah. So if you've got, you know, your, your finance manager or your sales manager or someone that is really your business really relies upon and they either leave your business or they die or they become disabled and can't work anymore, you're losing revenue. And so it's really helpful to have liquidity at that point to either go out and hire someone mm-hmm. else or make up for that lost revenue to help cover the, the bills at that time. Okay. Um, that's, I think, very helpful for 
our listeners and our audience. Um, moving to the next question I have for you. I know a lot of dealers already spend extensive time and money preparing for the estate tax. I'm sure they use a lot of the strategies you just were discussing. Um, but why do you recommend that some of them seek out a second opinion on their planning strategy? Great question. So there's all different levels of attorneys and advisors that kind of do the same thing that I do. And some of them are extremely sophisticated and some of them are not sophisticated mm -hmm. at all. And you'd be surprised um, the people in this world that you think have great help and don't actually have great help. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. if you think about in 2018, uh, Rita Franklin died and she had no estate plan whatsoever. Yeah. And so the reason why it's important to have a second opinion on things, well, number one, it never hurts to have a second opinion. <laughs> Here at my firm, um, we are always happy to look at people's plans and give them our thoughts on their plan as to whether you know it's a good plan, whether it's successful, things that could be improved. And we do that almost on an everyday basis. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you look at these things, um, there's so many little levers to pull and buttons to push inside these documents. They're complex documents. And mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're maximizing the things that you are receiving from your documents. And a lot of times people will go years and years and years without having their documents reviewed. And those documents may have been great when they were drafted, but time has changed, laws have changed, taxes have mm -hmm. changed. So it's important to always stay up on that. With our clients, we give them a three-year review on a complimentary basis, but a lot of people don't do that. And so, you know, a plan that was great in 1997 is not a great plan now. There's things that we're doing now that we weren't doing back then. Mm -hmm. that can give creditor protection, you know, divorce protection for kids, estate tax protection. Uh, so many new things and new techniques come out every year. So it's, it's just important to stay on top of those things. For the next question, I just want to take a minute to talk about what um, what failing to plan would mean for dealers and their assets. Can you talk a minute about that? Yeah. So, you know, some of the obvious ones failing the plan is if you don't have your plan, mm -hmm. it's someone else's plan that is going to be taking over. And a lot of times it's going to be a government plan, right? If you don't have your own will or trust, the state has a will for you. And mm -hmm. you might not like the rules that the state has laid out for you. So that's one thing. Number two, even if you have your own plan, if it's not done properly, you're not, you know, you could have a state tax liability. That's like I said, mm -hmm. the state taxes generally are an optional thing. If you plan properly, you're not going to pay them. So that's something that we can get you out of. Mm -hmm. Another thing that is often overlooked is, you know, while you're alive, what happens if you're incapacitated and you can't act anymore? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be the person that's responsible for making financial decisions for you? for making healthcare decisions for you, you yeah. know, for running things at the dealership and signing your name where things need to be signed. You want this process to be seamless. You want it to be someone of your choosing, not a plan that someone else has put in place for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think, Patrick, you've been really helpful today, um, just giving a kind of a really good overview of the estate tax topic and why it's such a big deal for dealers. Um, but to wrap things up, is there anything else you think dealers need to know beyond what we've already discussed? Yeah, you know, I think um, one of the biggest things that I find in, in working with dealers is, and it's not exclusive to dealers, but it affects everyone, it's just procrastination mm -hmm. on doing this kind of planning. 
I've got a lot of people that come talk to me and hear great ideas and then they procrastinate on it and then years go by. You know, none of us know when we're going to die mm -hmm. or potentially become disabled and these laws change and these things are complicated. I talk to people and, and you know, dealership owners and I say, hey, you know, how much time did you spend to plan your last vacation? How much time, if you've ever planned a wedding, did you spend to do that? How much time have you spent planning for everything you've ever worked for, your dealership and your family? And that kind of puts it in reality for them. You know, a lot of times um, to get this planning done, it's only a couple hours of mm -hmm. meetings mm -hmm. and then reviewing some documents. And that can save millions of dollars. It can save hours and hours of time later on and heartache. And it's just such an important thing to do, not only for yourself, but also for your dealership, for your family. And so I always tell people, don't procrastinate. Let's get this thing done. It's on everyone's list. It's usually at the bottom. Let's bump mm -hmm. it up to the top for a little while and get it taken care of. And then you know it's done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, in, in addition to that, you know, not only is this planning for estate taxes, it's planning to protect your family for the future just making sure you get them the most possible protections you can. And a lot of times that involves asset protection, divorce protection, so you can keep your assets in your bloodline, um, you know, estate yeah. tax protection for future generations. So there's so many things that are important for these dealership owners and their families. You know, let's not procrastinate. Let's get on top of it. Well, you've been a big help today. I really appreciate you joining us on Beltway Talk. Oh, it's been my pleasure. I, I always enjoy, you know, my job is to educate people and let them make the right decisions for their dealership and their family. Thanks for joining us for today's Beltway Talk episode. If you would like to know more about being a dealer and planning for the estate tax, you can reach out to Patrick directly at patrick.conner, and that's C-O-N-N-E-R, at hushblackwell.com, and that is spelled H-U-S-C-H blackwell.com. As a final note, please consider joining AIADA for one of our 2019 events, including our Washington fly-in this April, or our annual meeting and luncheon on January 27th in San Francisco. Information and registration for both events is available on our website at aiada.org events. Thanks for listening and join us again next time for Beltway Talk.